It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Radio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. 23 games left for the San Jose Sharks in their regular season, 15 of them at home. There's no time like the present as the Sharks face off against the Minnesota Wild at SAP Center in the first of a two-game set, which begins on the air at 7 o'clock tonight Pacific time. Once he steps onto the ice this evening, Patrick Marler will pass Mark Messier into second place all-time with his 1,757th game played. And after tonight, there's only one more mountain to climb, and that's Mount Gordy Howe. Marler was still amazed at today's latest milestone. Yeah, got to kind of pinch myself every now and then seeing these these names uh, that you're you're being mentioned with. I think it's pretty pretty cool, pretty amazing, uh, you know, to to be mentioned with. Uh, with these great players, um, and uh, you know, I don't take that that lightly. Just bringing up Mark Messier's name produces tons of memories for Patrick. Oh, just uh, how good and how good he was uh, in all areas of the game. Um, you know, he, he had that has that presence on the ice. Uh, when it, you know, of being a competitor, of being a great player, and um, you know, you always knew when. Uh, you're out there against him when you're when you're playing against him uh but he was he was a great player even when when i was playing against him was there anything that he picked up from messier's game that he really liked you know growing up watching him play and then and then uh being able to play against him but one i think one of the things that i that i always remember is uh he'd always come down his off wing and be able to, to score a far side off the post and in i think that was probably one of the one of his patented shots uh that i that i recall it was pretty cool Marlowe also remembered Messier's competitive edge. Yeah, you definitely knew he very, very competitive and uh, obviously, um, you know, held held his own uh, in the physical aspect for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I think just probably just a few scrums here and there. Who knows? Uh, but uh, that was a while ago. His teammates are pretty amazed too. Here's Ryan Donato. To be honest with you, it's been amazing uh, just to see I mean, obviously, the guy that you've I've watched growing up, and it's a blessing that I'm a teammate with him now, and you got to learn from him. But I mean, it's it's crazy the amount of things that uh, he's probably seen and done and uh, been through, and obviously learned. Uh, I mean, it's a tremendous uh, tremendous thing he's doing, and uh, I couldn't be more excited to be a part of it. Of course, the Sharks would like to right some of the wrongs that they experienced on the road in Arizona. And so when we come back, the Teal Report will recap those games played in the desert over the weekend. And then look ahead to find out what's going on for tonight's contest. All of that's coming up next after these words on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Jack Daniels has always made whiskey, and if they had it their way, they always will. But there's one thing Jack can't make more of, moments. Those are on us to create. You see, friends, we only get one shot at this crazy ride, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment. So whether today's the day you're trying that thing you've always wanted to do or just going to sip a glass of Jack with your San Jose Sharks, don't let a single moment go to waste. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Tennessee whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels, distillery Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, old number seven, registered trademarks. 2020 Jack Daniels, all rights reserved. 
Termites, rodents, and other pests never rest. Luckily, neither does Planet Orange. Think you may have a pest problem? Call 1-800-7-ORANGE for a free termite inspection or general pest consultation from our licensed professionals. Planet Orange is an innovator in effective, eco-friendly pest control methods. They'll customize each program for your needs using the most eco-friendly solution available. So don't wait. Call 1-800-7-ORANGE. That's 1-800-767-2643. Or go to planetorange.com and get started today. Planet Orange. Orange, you glad you called? San Jose recycles clean. Empty and scrape food and liquid from containers before recycling. Putting food and liquid soiled items in your recycling bin can make otherwise good recyclables too dirty to be recycled. Visit SanJoseRecycles.org for guides and videos on how to recycle clean in San Jose. That's SanJoseRecycles.org. San Jose recycles clean. Empty and scrape containers before recycling. Brought to you by the City of San Jose Environmental Services Department and Santa Clara County. The Hilton San Jose is the preferred hotel of the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center in San Jose. Experience something new. Close to home or from across the world, the Hilton San Jose is there for you with memorable offers and experiences. Enjoy the brand new guest rooms with luxurious Waldorf Astoria beds and upgraded amenities. We're committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivering an even cleaner stay from check-in to check-out. Visit sanjose.hilton.com now to make your reservation. We are Hilton. We are hospitality. Friday night in the desert, the Sharks fell behind by the score of one to nothing, but Martin Jones really sparkled with some great goaltending. Jones, nice rebound control, knocked it into the near corner. The Sharks and Coyotes grind it out there. Arizona picks it up. Oh, fed in front, little backhand chance for Garland off a Dvorak pass, and that's a great save by Martin Jones. Again, Garland wide open. Then Tomas Hurdle tied the game with a shorthanded goal. Dvorak. Banks it off the boards, back to the right point. There's Garland grabbing it, walking forward, winding up, shooting it. That's off the goalpost to the right side of Martin Jones. Rebound near side. Sharks barely clear it out to center. Could be a chance for Hurdle. A semi-breakaway. He comes in shorthanded. He shoots. He scores! Tomas Hurdle shorthanded. Ties the game at one. But unfortunately, things fell apart after that, and Phil Kessel would score yet another tally against the Sharks. Now here comes Ekman Larson, weaving his way through traffic. Lead on the left, into the corner, Keller to the point, and Kessel shoots and scores! In his 1,100th NHL game, Phil Kessel gets his fourth goal of the season against the Sharks alone. He has a goal in every game against San Jose this year, and that's a power play goal at 9.58 to make it 5-1 Arizona. Patrick Marlowe ended a 15-game goalless drought with his second tally of the season, but by then the Coyotes were in front 5-2, and that's how the game would end. It went from bad to worse on Saturday. We pick up with the Sharks' instant replay here. Final score, Arizona Coyotes 4, San Jose Sharks nothing. Time now for the instant replay as to how it all happened at Gila River Arena in Glendale. In the first period, there was no scoring. The Sharks dominated in the shots on goal, outshooting Arizona 17-9. And they came awfully close to scoring a goal midway through the first period, but Phil Kessel batted one out of the air, and that would be the start of a very important night for Mr. Kessel. But at the end of one, it was still nothing-nothing. Clayton Keller got an opportunity early in the second period to stick handle up the ice and waltz into the Sharks' zone. When you give a guy like that with those skills the ability to have time and space, he usually does something like this. A steal by Meyer coming across the line. Oh, he had a great idea trying to slide one over to 
Dylan Gambrell, but he missed him. Two on one the other way. Here's Keller walking in, and he scores! Oh, so close for Timo Meyer on one end. He missed the pass. Two on one up ice, and Clayton Keller made it look as if he was going to pass the puck, and then he beats goaltender Dubnik at 5.49 to the second period, and that is a 1-0 Arizona lead. And that, my friends, was the game-winning goal, Clayton Keller's 11th, and it was a microcosm of everything that happened to the Sharks tonight. Remember back in the offensive zone, Timo Meyer coming down the ice? It was a good idea to try to get it to a driving man down, but maybe a better idea than that would have been to shoot the puck toward the net, as you so wisely pointed out. Yeah, it's one of those high-risk reward plays, and you know what? You know, it's just what Arizona does. It's they they try and track back through the middle, counter on those turnovers, and we just missed on the pass. And you turn over two on one the other way, ends up in the back of the net, and lots of space for Keller to work his magic as. Uh it was just almost a clear lane in. Yeah, he had a good, a real good angle on that two-on-one, was able to come into almost the hash marks on the inside. So good angle. Obviously a really skilled player who had a lot of opportunities tonight. Remember we talked about Kessel saving a goal on one end of the rink? Well, he saved the bacon of the Coyotes on the other end of the rink. With 5.44 remaining in the second period, he got his first of three on the night. and This one was on the power play. Coyotes power play shoots, they score! Phil Kessel on the point, rips one, and yet, here's another game against the Sharks, and another goal for Phil the Thrill. Another goal, first of three for Kessel. That was his 12th. Oliver Ekman Larson and Clayton Keller got it around the boards to him, but he did all the work. And Kessel getting his 12th of the season. That was the only power play that they would have in six opportunities. And more on that in just a moment. In the third period, the Sharks got into all kinds of penalty trouble. And really, it started at the end of the second when Mark Edward Vlasic took a two-minute slashing penalty, giving the Coyotes a power play opportunity to start the third. Sharks killed that one off. Then Rudolph's Balsers took a 3-minute, 48-second uh, uh, tripping penalty. That was the time of the penalty. And that put the Coyotes on the power play again in the third. But then Curtis Gabriel interfered with Johan Larson by hitting him in an east-to-west play when he was nowhere near the puck. He got five minutes for interference, a major penalty, and a game misconduct. Referees review those major calls with the iPad on the bench. They affirmed the call, and Gabriel was done for the night at 7.02. So here we were. The score was 2 to nothing by this point in favor of the Coyotes, and all the Sharks had to do was kill off that five-minute major, and maybe that could have gotten them the momentum to get back into the game. But under Unfortunately, that's not exactly what happened. You see, with a few seconds left in that five-minute major, Radim Shimek batted the puck inadvertently directly off his stick over the glass in the defensive zone. You can't review that. It's an automatic call. So there was a couple of seconds of five-on-three, but then the Sharks were killing a penalty for another two minutes. That's seven straight minutes of penalties. Finally, when Shimek's penalty expired, it looked as if the Sharks could maybe get some momentum from it. But seconds after that penalty expired, this happened. There's a clear now by the Sharks in the final seconds of their power play. Burns couldn't get it out. Bardo poked at it. Now the Coyotes get it back. Could be trouble. Keller's in front of the net. Here's an angle shot off a bad deflection, and they score. Is that Phil Kessel, side of the goal? Yeah. Oh, boy, it is. And it's his second goal of the game, and it is 3-0 Arizona. It's not a power play goal because the penalty had just expired, but Kessel beats his man, side of the goal, and bangs it in. Made some contact with the pad of Devin Dubnik, so the Sharks coaching staff elected at that point to challenge that goal on goaltender interference. It was unsuccessful, so guess what? They had another penalty. Delay of game. 
down a man. It came down to the final couple of minutes, and the net was empty, and Phil Kessel was on the ice. Dumped in by Kane, off the end boards in the Arizona zone. Coyotes clear it back, and that's going to be short of icing. Perfect clear as the clock will continue to tick. Eric Carlson back to get it now. Slides it off to the left. Hurdle couldn't reach the puck. Taken back. Here's a chance. Kessel shoots and scores. And Phil Kessel gets the hat trick into the empty net to make it 4-0. His seventh career hat trick. His 14th goal of the season. 4-0 Arizona. And that's how it ended, essentially. That goal at 17-28, Kessel's 14th of the season, third of the night, and his seventh goal against the Sharks this year in only four games. Keller and Schmaltz got the assists, so Clayton Keller had a goal and two assists along the way. And the final shots on goal total in the third was 13-8 Arizona. Totals for the game, though, 34 for the Sharks and 27 for the Coyotes. So Aiden Hill made 34 saves to pick up his first shutout of the season, his second career shutout and his first one against the San Jose Sharks. The last one he had was back in 2018 against the Nashville Predators. So the Sharks fall further back in their quest to get closer to a playoff spot. This series against Arizona did not work out anywhere close to what they had planned after two great games against L.A. They lose yesterday by the score of 5-2, to two, and they lose today by the score of 4 to nothing. So Arizona now 16-14-5. They have 37 points. They're tied with St. Louis for that last playoff spot, but St. Louis wins the tiebreaker because they've played fewer games. Sharks fall back to 13-16-4. They've got 30 points on the year, and with Minnesota coming to town, there's no time like the present for Sharks hockey. That's what happened over the weekend in the desert. When we come back, the Teal Report will look at tonight's contest against the Wild next on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. The future of car buying is here. Hey, it's Shondell Grant of the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Oak Tree Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. And I'm proud to present No Brainer Checkout. Shop online, buy online. Get loan pre-approval. Customize your payments. From start to finish, the entire car buying process is all online. No-brainer checkout exclusively from the Bay Area DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Martin Jones gets to start in Nets tonight, and Jeff Fiel makes his NHL debut playing on a line with Patrick Marleau. Those are a couple of the changes that are going to be put in place by Coach Bob Bugner, who noted that he felt that giving the players a day off yesterday will help this evening. You know, yesterday was a great mental break for everybody, coaches included. We played a lot of games. And, uh, you know, my message this morning was the chances were pretty even for both teams, but the chances we gave up were were letting guys behind us. And um, we talked about that tonight. You got some skill and Kaprizov and and Zuccarello and and, and Fiala and guys like that. We can't afford to uh, make a bad decision at the offensive blue line or uh, make a wrong read and give up two on ones and three on twos. So that's something we're looking to clean up. Join Scott Hannon and me for the Sharks and the Minnesota Wild starting at 7 o'clock Pacific time right here on the Sharks Audio Network. That's it for the Teal Report. I'm Dan Rusinowski reporting from SAP Center. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.